Mark, I've, I'm a friend of Lance's, and I can't say I have much credits about being a uh, foundation expert other than I've read the first book five four, times. four or five times. Uh, that's now, pretty good, but, though. That's four. That's three, four, four times that I have. But I, I've just I enjoy it, and I am enjoying the show. So yeah, Mark, yeah. are you interested in the foundation? Yeah, uh, I've been reading the book since I was in high school, and uh, so you've been reading the book since you're in high school, so you haven't finished it yet. And I have not finished yet because oh I, I keep rereading the first book and I never get around to the second wow. book. <laughs> but I'm not an avid reader, so I uh, after the first book, I'm like, that was good. I put it down, and then when I come back to it a few years later, I, I'm like, I can't remember exactly what happened, and I bring the first book back up. Wow. So how many times have you read the first book? Maybe four times at oh, this point. cow. Yeah, I think I read it when I was in 14 and... Read it all, at least the first three, and I'm not sure if I've read the others after that. I remember The Mule, but after that, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hazy. Mm. Uh, I remember I started the second book, and I think I got up to The Mule, but I'm fuzzy at that point. So I think I think we both have the same level of uh, of uh, remembrance on this. So yeah, are you are you excited that the foundation's out on Apple TV? Yeah, I think I've heard rumors of a foundation show for a long time, and it just suddenly creeped up on me that it uh, it appeared on Apple TV. So yeah. Well, I was surprised too. I just it just popped up. I think I knew about it maybe a month before it mm. aired. So yeah, when they started airing uh, a lot of ads on everything, I think uh, I think I was hearing about it before that. They had dropped a trailer earlier. Well, yeah, I was before the show. I was looking at how popular the book series was, mm. and it sold. I think we saw through twenty million plus. Yeah, it's an older book from. What is it, the 60s, I'm guessing? Yeah, it's in that range. Yeah. That's pretty impressive for that, that time, I think, those numbers. Yeah, it's, it's the seven volumes of the Foundation series, so we don't really mm-hmm. know if it was mostly the first one, the first three. I remember my mom saying, like, Dune, The Foundation, and Stranger in a Strange Land were the hot things when she was in college, mm-hmm. uh, which was probably 60s for her. I don't know. Read, when I read the book, I, it doesn't feel like something that would be super mainstream it seems like something that would only be like really sci-fi sci-fi people because there's a lot of yeah there's a lot of uh, quirky things in the book i feel i wonder like I the wonder, way they talk and yeah i have no idea why they uh let's see so people were worried about the earth overpopulating itself that was one thing and so the the story talks about trantor a planet with uh, a ridiculous like population a, i think it's 40 billion people something I think, crazy I like that and because because they were ta- looking at the exponential growth curve of population, because at that time we never mm. saw the how it can tail off if the at a certain point, and people usually attribute that to education and mm. people have less kids. After that, I'm not sure. So Dune is wildly popular too, but I can't really explain. I mean, it's about war and about Middle East, maybe the yeah. oil crisis. I'm not sure. What, what, what? Yeah, Dune Dune kind of has the Middle East as the they end up Style. conquering everything. I, I don't know because uh, both of these books actually they both take place far in the future way like far like 10,000 years in the future to the point where I, I think they don't even remember that they come from Earth at that point 
I know, for, I know for sure in foundation that's the case. Yeah, yeah. In the previous episode, we talked about Kardashev scale. So the Kardashev scale foundation would be like K3. It's a galactic civilization. Mm. I don't believe it goes beyond the galaxy. I don't no, really I recall, but a galaxy by itself is pretty damn big. So Yeah. Wow. So yeah, the, series, the original series was three books, and then maybe after it sold a bunch, the publisher went and knocked on his door and said, dude, you got to write some more books. And yeah. it probably didn't even happen. I have people talk about the first three books a lot. I even have a, I have like a leather-bound version of the book, but it's the first three books, and then doesn't include any of the other ones. But like I said, I can never seem to finish the whole thing. Yeah. Well, what about characters? So there's, mm. there's characters in both the books and the movie. Who do you like? The interesting about Foundation, well, and all of As It Mob's works really, because I also read iRobot, is it, it's a, is they're short stories. So, you know, you'll read maybe a few dozen pages, and then all of a sudden all of the characters are different. You know, we've now jumped 50 years in the future, and now you have to remember all new characters. So I never feel like I really get time with anyone in particular, but everyone has their quirks. I think Harry Seldon's a very interesting character, and I remember. There are some characters later in the books, once the Foundation starts to lose their ideology about the scientific ideology and becomes kind of just another planet, they start to have more slimy people that, that will like backstab you. And I found those people to be a kind of fun yeah. departure from the beginning of the book. Maybe, maybe we should break down the plot. Yeah. Like, what's the overall plot? Uh, do you want to take a shot at that? Yeah, so if you were just watching the show the show's only on episode four for us that's what we've seen up to yeah, we'll, probably, we'll, uh-huh. we'll probably be watching uh, we'll probably be talking a lot about the book and stuff that happens in the future so just spoilers on that regard but the overarching story no big spoilers we've only seen episode four that's true and who knows i mean the show's been a pretty big departure so far in a lot of aspects so who knows what what they'll take and what they won't but this overarching story is there's a giant galactic empire and it's dying and a mathematician is able to calculate this, but when he tries to tell everybody, nobody believes him. And uh, he's exiled along with, well, some people believe him. He's exiled along with some of his followers to a very remote planet. And they're just supposed to go there and write an encyclopedia to try to res- uh, preserve the knowledge that they can so that when the Empire falls, uh, there can be some... They can remember some things, and I'll have to restart from the beginning. We're trying to shorten the recovery period or soften yeah. the, the the fall. Yeah, because he he predicted like twenty thousand years of dark ages, which is ridiculously long time. And uh, yeah. he says, you know, his best case was something like a hundred years. Yeah, a thousand something. So this guy, Harry Seldon, takes it upon himself to try to warn his government, there's something bad that's going to happen. <laughs> and then he goes into a movie theater and he shows him a big graph chart on a lift. Oh, wait, wait, that's a different movie. Oh, that was that Democrat guy. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Who also was trying to warn the world using math and had a similar problem, wouldn't you say? <laughs> oh, that's... Uh, I'm not 100% sure who you're referencing. No, the global warming. Uh, yeah, I, I know you're referencing about global warming, but I was wondering if you're referencing a specific there was, person. That's been all mathed up, too. And nobody, yeah. the people in the government are like, well, we really like what we're doing. We don't want to change too much. And it's the same thing here. That's true. It has a, actually, it does have a lot of vibes with how the government handles global warming. Interesting, because I don't feel like that was a big topic when the book was written. So it's kind of uh, managed to... It's hard to say. They have topics about global overpopulation, mm. but I and then an atomic bomb. But uh, I don't know that they had a scientist who was trying to put a stop. Mm. I didn't. I wasn't alive there. I can't really. Say yeah, that. that's true. But 
I mean, from my perspective, I think the global warming debate kind of heated up later in the 70s, 80s. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wasn't trying to say global no. warming was what Asimov was thinking of. I'm sure they were thinking no, of population. But, but it's interesting that he managed to kind of predict, uh, he managed to stay, the book managed to stay relevant, like the topics yeah. stay relevant even today. Okay, so Selden, he's the math guy trying to convince the, the, the rulers. And this is an empire with a proper emperor or emperors. Yes. Yeah, this uh, is not like a democracy. Did the, did the book have the three clones like the movie does? Because I, I just don't remember that. <laughs> that I don't particularly remember. I believe, I think it's mentioned kind of in passing that they're clones. Oh. But in the trial scene in the first, well, from the first episode, in the book there was only one emperor there, I'm pretty sure, so I don't remember them being clones. And we do see another emperor later in the second book. Or in the movie, there's, uh, there's the, the clones in order to maintain... Mm. High availability, so if your leader gets assassinated, they have another one warmed up and ready. They have uh, um, a split of... These people live like to be a 1,000 years old, I suppose. And so the clones are spread out so that there's an older clone who is maybe closer to the end of his lifespan. Then there's the middle clone who's sort of in the, the prime. And then there's the very young clone, the, the young boy. And uh, so this way they keep a... It's a system of maintaining relationship and cohesiveness yeah. and simplifying handoffs so they yeah. kind of keep it's things it's the stability it, preve- it prevents any problems with like the line of succession you know right you know, you know who the next person's going to be and right. and they're well trained you know they're constantly training the next people comes through this is a concept that I feel like is only in the show I don't remember this at all from the book but I really think that this is very intriguing yeah I, I think this is one of the good additions that the show has made I like that they're exploring kind of the aspects of it. Like we see the old guy has to die at a certain point. He has to kill himself in one of the later episodes. The, the policies and protocols. Yeah. So he had to give up his life after a certain point. We don't really know why, but they said, this is important. You have I, to do I, this. I think so. It's not four of them at any time because the newborn was being born. So now, oh, now that he has to kill himself. Right, and right. I like that they, they dig into like how it actually works, the mechanics of it. And, uh, so in theory, that guy might live for another thousand years, but we don't yeah. know. I don't know if they live for a thousand years because we saw somebody was four hundred years old. I, oh, I, really? is what I recall. But anyways, go watch the movie if you want to go fact check yeah. us. There's also an, uh, an android who's uh, mm. kind of the prime minister or chamber master head chamber. She's person. like I don't want to say maid, but she she Not basically maybe. head secretary or something like that. Yeah, she's secretary maybe, but she kind of. Uh, Honestly, she's the one that keeps them all in line because she's the one that can remember all the way back to the beginning of the dynasty, you know? Yeah. I feel like she's keeping them where they're supposed to be uh, to remember what their goal is. Let's talk about uh, some historical context here. Mm. So, like... If you watch the movie, now the book I can't really say, but if you watch the movie, you see uh, centurion-style breastplate armor-ish with mm. the, the young man, the, the man in power. Mm. Uh, so they're trying to say a little bit of something there. They're borrowing something for our own history about the empire. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, the fall of Rome is probably one of the most famous imperial falls in history. And I think you can definitely see some allegory to that from Asimov and uh, in the show here. Because Roman Empire is a very slow fall. It starts from the peripheries and goes inward. Because remember, this is a galactic empire. Yeah. So it's sprawled out there, sort of like what Rome was on Earth. Yeah, and it takes you know, hundreds of years to fall. I think Selden says it was like 500 years, you know, just to fall. Can you imagine Selden showing up in, in, in talking to one of the Caesars and <laughs> saying, hey, 
things are going badly on the outskirts and everything, all the, you know, all the, my wisdom says it's going to fall and you need to change some things. And uh, his pitch is this, his pitch is to create a, a foundation whose job is to collect information, catalog it and make it accessible to people after the fall of the empire. And so he's asking the empire, he would be asking Caesar in this case, or whoever the, the, the Caesar was, and he would be asking them for a big grant of money to go build a, a bastion place somewhere to keep out the barbarians so that the fall doesn't you know, destroy the information like happened to the library of Alexandria. Alexandria, yeah. Yeah, that might be an inspiration there, yeah. Do you think somebody would do that in the fall of Rome? Like, do you think any, maybe somebody even said that? Yeah, I know. That wouldn't be very interesting if you can go back and find uh, people saying this. But, you know, when it's you're a contemporary to these people, you always pass them off as crazy. Right. You know, you can find people today saying these. But if you made that pitch, things. right? No, yeah, people, there are crazy people who say that today. There are, the pitch in this case is he has an actionable premise. His mm. actual premise is, you know, I just need a chunk of money, which is a very small chunk to an empire, to go build a bastion somewhere. Mm. So I think, in a way, if they comment, because they, they do accommodate him in both book and TV series, yeah. and uh, they, he does get to start building this. Well, they don't actually accommodate him. He didn't tell them he wanted to go out to the edges of the galaxy. He just said, we should do this work, I think, on Trantor, and then they exile him to the end of the galaxy. But being a master mathematician that he is, uh, good at prophesizing the future, he actually predicts that this is what they'll do, and he already has some things set up on the planet they exile him, so he already predicts this, and so that's, yeah. a, that's a fun move by him. Right, right. Yeah, and, and, and by the way, how the, the, the empire works, I'm not 100% sure on the level of technology equivalence across the empire, mm. but they did say, we will send you there, but you will not have jump ship capability. You will go on the slow boat, and they'll take, yeah. oh, that's a 400-year voyage. That's right, so that's how I know their lifespans are pretty long, because it was a 400-year voyage to go to, um, oh. um, they're, 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 I forgot the name of the place, the Terminus, Terminus. And so remember, one of the clones is still, that's why 400 years had passed. That's why the clones aged thusly and oh, okay. uh, approximately. I wonder if they put that in the books, how to build a jump drive, because I wonder if that's one of their secrets that they keep out so they can have control over the barbarians. Because mm. when you have a big expanse like that, you if you don't have a jump drive, you pretty much can't operate an empire without yeah. that. The, the foundation does definitely has some tricks. Being out on the outer periphery with knowledge of, of the technology they have in the interior gives them a lot of advantages later in the book. It's the 22nd century, and although there's no faster-than-light drive, governments and religious organizations fund voyages by giant ships that spend multiple generations in voyage to Earth-like exoplanets. Young Arcady feels blessed to be born aboard the ship when he did because the ship will soon reach its destination and it will happen during his lifetime. But he's heartbroken that instead of being trained as a pilot, he is stuck training to be a farmer because those skills are more important for creating their civilization and completing the abandonment of Earth and the troubles they left behind. But once their ship makes planetfall, the strife left behind a millennia ago resurfaces, starting with the murder of his sister. After the mysterious disappearance of other generation ships, Arcady now, an officer of the Space Force, 
suspects that someone close to him is killing his people. This murder investigation space opera is a novelette by Lancer Kind and it's called Memories Victims. It is available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble's Nook. Hey, check out the show notes. We've got some links back to the Apple TV show and some of the Wikipedia articles that talk about the success of the Foundation series. What are show notes? Show notes are those things that show up in your podcast player. So if you tap around on your podcast player, you will find notes and an image of this with this podcast cover, which will give you information particular to this podcast episode. If you're not using a podcast player, go back to the website where you downloaded this MP3 and there you will see the show notes. Next episode, more Mark Eads and Foundation Goodness. Uh, The emperors do not believe him, but they kind of accommodate him as a backup plan. Well, it's kind of some slick talk. So uh, Harry Seldon has an assistant. Uh, She actually just arrives on the planet at the time uh, when they're arrested, uh, Gal Dornick. And she comes up when they're doing the trial. She comes up with... uh, Basically, first the Emperor wants to kill them. And she basically comes up with, uh, well, you know, we've predicted the fall of the Empire. We've also predicted that if you kill us, you'll be dead within the year.